Welcome to This One Thing with Carrie Kenyon Dern. One verse, one truth, one choice. Hello and welcome once again to This One Thing. I'm Carrie Kenyon Dern and I am so grateful to each and every one of you for joining us this week. Also, I want to say thank you and welcome to my dear friend Melina Puente. Melina, thanks for coming back this week. It's wonderful to see you. So glad to be back. So last week we were in Romans 15 verse 4 and we talked a lot about this picture of being critical versus being patient and being hopeful and encouraging and first receiving hope and encouragement and then giving it away. And we talked about the importance of remembering and then we really hammered home on how important it is to be in God's word. And how if we're not in God's word, we won't be any of those things, that we are spiritual beings and we need to be feeding spiritually, which is God's word. We talked about how the word is Jesus, Jesus is the word, and if we're not in the word, no hope, no encouragement, no patience, none of those things are going to happen. And you very clearly and eloquently helped us to understand that our time in the word, our relationship with Jesus is going to show up most clearly in our relationship with others. So you're here this week because we're in the same chapter, but we're going to look at verse 13. And before I throw it over to you and have you unpack some of the truth, even before I read the verse, I want to talk super quickly about how we get from last week's verse, which is 15 verse 4 over to 13. So this is a very beautifully written chapter and there is so much meat in it. The Bible teacher in me just literally cannot jump over to verse 14 without helping us all understand how much we're missing out on, right? There's so much in here that we need to be reading and gleaning. And so I want to give a quick summary, Melina, because I want everyone listening to read Romans 15. This is just a brilliant and meat-filled chapter. So everything we talked about last week is reiterated, interestingly enough. In verses 7 through 9, Paul is talking about accept each other. Don't be critical. Verse 8, remember everything that God has done for you. That he came not just to the Jews, but now to the Gentiles. He wants us to receive all of his glory and give it away. He wants us to show mercy as we've been shown mercy. And then to hit out of the park what we talked about last week, (laughs) the the importance of scripture, he just goes bam, 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 bam. In verse 10, 11, 12, he's quoting the Old Testament prophets. We've got Deuteronomy 32, Psalm 117, Isaiah 11, Isaiah 52, just verse after verse of meat. And so he's saying everything and the verses leading us up to this week's verse that we talked about. It's all reiterated. He goes into more depth. And so I really encourage our listeners to take a look at this whole chapter. That's a quick summary getting us to this week's verse, which is Romans 15 verse 13. And it says this, I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, Melina, the reason I think it's so important that we know the context coming up to this verse, this is not a cross your fingers and hope it happens. This is, he's just shown us again, you've got to be in the word. Obviously, this book of Romans is in the New Testament. He's making a very clear point by 
quoting Old Testament passages, four of them back to back here and saying, you've got to be in the word. You've got to know the promises of God. You've got to cling to them. You've got to wait patiently for them. And then the hope, the joy and the peace will overflow with confidence through you. So it doesn't happen magically. And and I think so many times as Christians, we're disillusioned, aren't we? Because, hey, the things God promised me aren't coming to pass. And we get discouraged and we lose hope because we're losing sight of who he is. Why? Because we're not in the word. Yes. And if we're not in the word, we forget who he is. We forget what he's capable of doing. We forget that we're serving the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob because all we can see is how hard it is today. And that is why Paul is saying you've got to feed yourself on the word, on these Old Testament passages. You've got to be in the New Testament now reading the fulfillment of the promises in Jesus Christ. And then this prayer that we will be filled completely with joy and peace and we will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit, the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead, then all of those things are possible. So Melina, I set up the verse, gave the context. What is the truth that we should be pulling out of this verse this week? Well, Carrie, I almost want to just cry you unpacking what came right before this because I got to say yes to the source, to the hope that is there. And this passage just brings me back to that choice I made then, the truth of who God can be for my life. And I wanted to be able to say, I can't operate in the joy or the peace without the power of the Holy Spirit. It is not an option. We talked about in 14 earlier, to not be critical, to not be judging. I have to step back and go, look what God has done for me. Mm-hmm. Here's what he's done for you, Melina. And he has pulled you out of the darkness. He's put you in the light. Now, how do you give that away? And this prayer does such a great job. And I like to pray it over myself. And I want to always bless others with this, is that they would know that hope that they would be filled completely with a joy and a peace. And if my life can model that to share with everybody, whether it's at work, whether it's out in public, whether it's with my friends, my dear friends who we sharpen one another as we read scripture, I want to be this woman that can have the power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead in her. Absolutely. I mean, that's the culmination of everything we've been talking about last week and this week. If our listeners look in their Bible, this chapter, verses 1 through 13, are just a small part of this chapter, like half the chapter, but it's a chapter in and of itself. So it's almost like a chapter break should be right here after verse 13. And and the reason that I wish there was, although I'm not saying the Bible was written in quick correctly or translated incorrectly, but this power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead is the why and the how behind everything we're talking about, right? Yes, The staying out of criticism, the living in the hope and the encouragement and all of the things that we're admonished to do, to receive and to give away and to feed on the power of God's word. I mean, even that, even the desire to be in God's word isn't possible unless the Holy Spirit is drawing us to God, right? Yeah. Like there, there is a tremendous amount of warfare around the word of God. And we have an enemy who doesn't want us picking up that book and reading it. And many people would admit to that. Like, I just don't want to read my Bible. And I say, ask the Holy Spirit to give you a desire. Yes. 
to feed your spirit. Yes. And he will. But this is it. This is everything right here. The power of the Holy Spirit. We have the power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead inside of us. Just a couple chapters earlier, Romans 8 verse 11, Paul makes that very clear. He makes this announcement, this proclamation, this declaration very frequently. He says it different ways, but he in my spirit, is shouting from the rooftops, you have the power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead inside of you. You can do this. This is available to you. You need to receive it. And then you can operate in what he's praying over all of us here, that we need to be praying over ourselves and over our households, that God, the source of hope, will fill all of us completely with joy and peace. Why? Because we trust him. Yes. How do we trust him if we don't know him? How do we know him if we're not in the word? Yes. How are we in the word if the Holy Spirit isn't drawing us? <laughs> yes. Then you will overflow through confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. So it all begins and ends with the power of the Holy Spirit. We can't enter into a relationship with God because God's word makes it very clear. No one comes to the Father unless the Father draws them. So the Holy Spirit is the one who brings us into a relationship, keeps us in a relationship, and saves us in relationship until we are with Jesus face to face. Amen. So that power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead is the how, but it's also the why. And so the choice that we should be making based on this prayer in Romans 15, verse 13, is what, Melina? I'd say for me, I forget sometimes, and I want to make the choice to always remember that I have the power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead in me. That uh, Paul writes in the verse after, you know these things so well, you can teach others. And it's like, okay, Melina, this confident hope, you've been in the word You can live a life that is a light to other people. Mm. Don't shrink back from that. The enemy might create doubt. You might be insecure about something, but what's in you is so powerful. And so go out in boldness, teach what is true, live what is true, and let my life be an example of the joy and the peace and the hope Mm. that Jesus Christ has brought to my life. Absolutely. And I think it's really important for us that we choose to have short accounts. Amen. Like, let's be honest, there are days where we don't feel joy and peace. There are days where we're not overflowing with confident hope. And we need to be humble enough to say, okay, I'm checking in here. Something's off. I don't have joy. I don't have peace. I don't have confident hope. So I need to not try harder to make up for that or put on a performance and act like I'm okay when I'm not, I need to somehow prioritize carving out time to allow myself to be filled back up. So one of the things that I do over and over and over and over with clients, and you'll hear me refer to this a lot, Melina, because you're in my life. We, we talk about this a lot. It's the great exchange of Matthew eleven twenty-eight 28 through 30, where Jesus says, come to me. You're weary. You're carrying heavy burdens. Come to me and I will give you rest. Learn of me because I am humble and gentle and you will find rest for your soul because the burden that I ask you to carry is light. The yoke that I ask you to wear is easy. So when I am not okay, When I check in and I say, wait, today I don't have joy, I don't have peace, I don't have confident hope that God is who he says he is or that he's going to do what he said he would do. So I'm not okay. So I have burdens today that I need to give to Jesus. Mm -hmm. 
I'm exhausted. I got to give exhaustion to Jesus. I've got to give anxiety to Jesus. I've got to give all the fear around my finances. I've got to give my health diagnosis to Jesus. I've got to give my rebellious teenager or my, my husband who's distant and aloof. I've got to give my broken down car to Jesus. I've got to give my medical bills to Jesus. I've got to give that relationship to Jesus that's toxic and I, I don't know what to do about it. This person keeps hurting me and harming me and I, I don't know I don't know how to set boundaries. I've got to give that to Jesus. So we need to check in and we need to say, what's making me tired? What's making me weary? What's making me burdened? Where do I need rest? Jesus, I give it to you. Jesus, I give you. I give you. And it helps to visualize spiritually with your eyes closed the Holy Spirit opened your spiritual eyes, Ephesians 1, 18 through 20. You visualize yourself as a child wearing a backpack and you just give everything in that backpack to Jesus. Every burden, every weight, everything that makes you exhausted is represented by a black rock because that's the, the equivalent of what we're carrying around. It's dead weight. Yes. And so Jesus, I give you this black rock of my marriage. I give you this rock of my rebellious teenager. I give you this rock of all of the fear and anxiety around my finances. And you just give all those burdens to Jesus until that backpack is empty. And then the great exchange continues with receiving his rest. Every time we give him our burdens, we're postured to receive his rest. So then in prayer, we hold out our hands and we allow him to speak to us because we can hear him. John 10, 27 says, my sheep hear my voice. They know me. They follow me. Nothing can ever separate them from me. And so then we hear and receive what Jesus has to say because receiving Jesus is receiving our rest, receiving his presence, receiving what he speaks over us. That's our rest. Write it down and let that be your sustenance. Yes. And then you will find that your joy and your peace and your confident hope is restored and you can breathe again. You have the ability to go out and operate as a spirit-filled believer should, which is focused on others instead of focused on ourselves. Yes. So I just want to offer that, that we need to be operating in that level of humility where we can kind of self-identify, I am not okay today. I know that this is a prayer that Paul prayed and I need to be praying over myself, but I'm not feeling it. What do I do then? Well, then we choose to say, I need to make the great exchange of Matthew eleven twenty-eight 28 through 30. Yes. So Melina, what do you want to leave our listeners with this week? Do you have any final thoughts for us as we meditate on this really powerful prayer, how we might operate in the truth, how we might choose to just really grab a hold of this and say, this is the prayer that I'm going to live in and apply to my life this week? Yes, to be able to choose to die to myself and receive all that, as you were talking about, my hands wide open in that great exchange. So when I surrender everything that is keeping me from that peaceful, joyful place, hands wide open, and just create the time and space to receive it, digging into the Word of God, that's Mm -hmm. the priority. Then the confident hope comes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, it's a good question. How am I living today like I am filled with the power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead? How's my life reflecting that? Yeah. What would I do? What could I do? What couldn't I do if I lived <laughs> with that realization that I have the power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead inside of me? And Paul could not stop talking about this. I mean, this is his favorite topic. I he he's putting it in every possible place he can in his writings. And 
again, I encourage all of our listeners to go back and read all of Romans 15, but if not the whole chapter, at least the first 13 verses that we've tried very quickly to summarize (laughs) last week and this week, because it hits on so many things that are so important for us as believers. We've got to be in the word. We've got to be dependent on the power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead inside of us. We can't expect that in the climate that we're living in, with the hardships, with the difficulties that we face, with the political climate and the health climate, everything that's going on in our country and around the world, we can't expect that every day is going to be easy. So we need to be completely postured and surrendered on the power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead, be in the word, stay away from criticism like we talked about last week. We need to remain hopeful and encouraged. We need to wait patiently for the promises of God. And then we will see, like you said, Melina, Paul saying, you can do this. You know these things. You can do this. You can teach others regardless of how you feel. You were referring to verse 14 when you said that. It's like a pep talk. He's like, come on, you guys, you can do this. I believe in you. Why? Because he knows who lives inside of them. He knows their limitations. He knows their weaknesses. He knows that they can't do it alone, but he's giving them a pep talk saying, you stay in the word, guys. Remember all that scripture I just quoted? I'm reminding you to stay in the word. And remember that last verse I just gave you in 13? I'm reminding you that you have the power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. There is nothing that he cannot do and will not do in and through you if you put yourself in a posture of surrender. Melina, thank you so much for joining us these last two weeks. I am so grateful to you. And I want to close in prayer. And I want to pray over all of us that we would be men and women that choose exactly what Paul is praying over us here in Romans 15, 13. Father God, we pray the source of hope, you will fill us completely with joy and peace because we trust in you. I pray that we will overflow with confident hope through your power, the power of the Holy Spirit, the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. We cannot live lives that are pleasing to you apart from you. But I thank you that you have given us every resource. You have given us everything that we need. I pray that we would be humble, that we would be quick to say, I don't have it apart from you. Fill me up. We'd be quick to do the exchange, giving you our burdens, giving you our weariness and receiving your rest, that we would be in the word committed to being hopeful encouragers that stand fast, waiting patiently for your promises to be fulfilled, no matter how long you ask us to wait. Lord, I thank you for your word. I pray that you would call all of us into your word, that you would give us more of a desire to spend time with you, getting to know you in prayer and by feeding our spirits on the meat of your word. We love you and we trust you. And I thank you for your patience and making us more like you through the sanctification process here on this earth until we're with you face to face in heaven. And it is in the powerful name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us for This One Thing with Carrie Kenyon Dern. Find all our episodes by clicking the podcast link located on our website at fetterfree.org.